Hello everyone and welcome back to Sin here on 90.7 FM. You're listening to Art Submission and my name is Christina. I am joined here today with our lovely guest, Joseph O'Farrell, otherwise known as Joff. Joff is a Melbourne NAM-based artist and the creative director of White Knight, known for his large-scale installations focused on accessibility and inclusivity. Joff's aim with his work is to develop art that adds value to the community. Today, we will speak to Joff about an event that does exactly that. White Night is a celebration of arts, culture, and community. It will take place in Bendigo on Saturday, the 3rd of September, and over in Geelong on Saturday, the 8th of October. So don't miss out on that one. Uh, for more information, check out whitenight.com slash Bendigo and also whitenight.com slash Geelong. Thank you so much for joining us today, Joff. Uh, thanks so much for having me. It's you awesome know. to be here. Great. Um, and I know I gave a tiny, tiny little rundown of White Knight, but I would love to delve a little bit deeper as well. And as the creative director, you know, what is um, the central theme of this year's program? Yeah, great. So also before we get started, I've got um, little Letty, Letty with me tonight. So this will be her first ever White Knight as well. And um, we're enjoying some blueberries as we talk to Cinefem. It's her first ever radio interview as well. Um, <laughs> The theme for White Night um, 2022 is everything on the land is reflected in the sky. Now, that ref that refers to First Nations people and their knowledge of astrology and astronomy and was created in consultation with the Jajarong Corporation in Bendigo, also now known as the Jara Corporation. And so what we were thinking in this theme was to throw it out to artists to think about the night sky, our connection to country, and we're placing this on both Wathaurong Country in Geelong and Jajarong Country in Bendigo, this event, but also thinking about the environment, the environment situation that we're in at the moment and the, the beautiful night sky. So and it doesn't even have to be as high art as that. We're also thinking about cheeky alien takeovers of buildings and playful things about NASA and the planets. So White Night is really an accessible event for everyone. So that theme kind of gives us a nice open platform. Yeah, and why did you yourself want to become involved in it? Have you taken on a, on a job like this before? So I've curated and programmed a few things in the past um, in terms of festivals internationally and, and nationally. And for me, this I was approached to this job because it was very much about placing these two events within the community of both Bendigo and Geelong and really platforming local artists, community, and bringing their voices to this event. I'm not interested in making an event where it's you plonk a whole thing, whole heap of artists from Melbourne and plonk them in the middle of Bendigo and Geelong. This, this event has to be by the artists and the community and represent them for the event. So um, that's why I was so engaged and excited by this opportunity. And for me, the arts is all about getting as many people who have never or would never ever think of coming to an arts event, getting them to come and building bridges between events and festivals and venues to the community and showing them the amazing journey and the amazing impact that art can have on their lives, but even smaller than that, like just engaging with art and thinking differently. Yeah, and as you mentioned before, like there is a big emphasis on um, engaging with this um, regional community and 
this is the first time Wine Ice has, has returned to Geelong and Bendigo since 2018. How do you think and how do you hope that its return now will impact regional communities? Well, the, the most exciting thing about a night like Wine Night is it hasn't happened since the pandemic. So, you know, just having that moment of uh, being together with your friends, with your family, with your peers, with your community, having 70,000 people on the street um, in Geelong or, you know, 60,000 people on the street in Bendigo, um, I think it's going to be a really magical night. Uh, it's going to be a night that we haven't experienced as a community for such a long time. Um, and also an excuse for an intergenerational audience to come out and really share in this magical transformation of their city. And as you mentioned before, um, a lot of the artists are coming from our, and are based in these regional areas. 70% um, of the artists featured are based in rural Victoria. Um, was this an intentional move to create these opportunities and how did you go about finding these artists? Yeah, so the feedback from previous White Nights was that the council and the community and the sector in general wanted more representation of artists from their artists, from their place and their, their city. So that for me is something that I'm incredibly passionate about anyway. Um, but it's also about the legacy of an event like this. So we have these, the 70% of regional artists involved in the program and the other 30% are internationally and nationally acclaimed artists who with some of them with commissioned work, some of them the world premiering works. Um, and finding that mix between this wow factor and also the wow factor that, that exists in that city. And then the artists and the works talking to each other and learning from each other and building on what they already have in the city. So that's what was really exciting. We went out to the cities, we walked um, on the streets, we met with all the cultural institutions, the galleries, the theatres, and we heard from council as well and got a whole heap of recommendations and some people we had already known. And that was our first approach. So um, pretty much the first thing we did when we found out we had White Night was when we went and spoke to the traditional owners of both, of both countries as well. And we said, hey, we're about to come to town what artists are there within um, your traditional owner group or First Nations group that we might want to talk to and create work with? And also, well, with an event like this, what do you want to do? Um, so it, it took a number of conversations with a number of stakeholders to kind of get us to this point. And I think I'm really excited that, that we've, everyone's really bought into this event. And that's kind of the power of an event like this is to bring everyone with you. And I think that's where a successful event can, that's when a successful event can happen. Yeah, for sure. And one of your own art pieces, Heavy Metal Will Make Its Appearance in Geelong. Um, can you give our listeners like a little taste of what's to come with that performance and that installation, if you can call it that? <laughs> yeah, Heavy Metal. So this is a world premiere of my new work heavy metal so i'm a musician and an artist a lot of my work has to do with music actually and uh i am well pretty much i've been lucky enough to be playing music since i was 14. um and i love heavy metal music and how accessible it is and how 
So many surprising different people love heavy metal. In Geelong, it is a really industrial town. It is a town that is in constant transformation and the whole heap of infrastructure is there and big cranes. So it was really leaning into the site and thinking about these two cities as canvases as we kind of are offering two very unique, different types of events, I thought, well, I uh, really love the lineage of Geelong, known as a car city, but also that, that really amazing music um, scene that exists within the city. So, um, yeah, and then heavy metal kind of came to me. Uh, and we're, so at the moment, we're working with a group called InfraBuild, who crush cars for a living. Um, we're collaborating with them. and. As the car, a car will be crushed every half an hour in the street, in the middle of Geelong. And accompanying that crush will be two guitarists, heavy metal guitarists, up on scissor lips above the car as it is crushed and with holy for sparks and pyrotechnics. So that's going to be something that is going to be pretty wild and pretty different. It sounds really exciting <laughs> to see to see something like that. Yeah, is there anything that you're looking forward to in particular to seeing on the first in, in Bendigo? Yeah. So in Bendigo, we have a work called The Guardian, which is by a blank canvas. Now, this is a puppet that is 10 metres long, four metres high, this magical beast-like creature, like a dragon. And that was going to be roaming around beautiful Rosalind Gardens, uh, like almost like this kind of secret magical um, garden. So that is going to be something that is not to be missed. And you can touch, you know, you can pet this beast. It roars, it blows smoke. It's going to be incredible. So that's one thing that I'm really excited about seeing in Bendigo. Amazing. Thank you so much. That is all our questions for today. And thanks again, Jock, for joining us here on Arts Mitten. Um, remember to check out whitenight.com.au slash Bendigo and slash Geelong for more information about the event uh, White Knight comes to Bendigo on the 3rd of September and over to Geelong on the 8th of October. So don't miss out. You're listening to Arts Minute here on Sin, and we hope you enjoy the rest of the show.